Welcome to Freedom from Attachment, Living Fulfilled, Happy, and in Love with your host, author, entrepreneur, and behavioral relationship expert, Tracy Crossley. Before we start today's podcast, I wanted to share some comments from some of Tracy's clients that have worked with her in both group coaching situations and one-on-one coaching. And to reach out to Tracy for a discovery session, please email her at happiness at tracycrossley.com. That's happiness at tracycrossley.com. Enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. My aunt had told me about Tracy's podcast deal with it over a year ago. I've been listening to it ever since. So after my last breakup, I said, that's it, and decided to take the leap of faith and do coaching with Tracy. Tracy helps you break through and question your feelings and emotions and get to the root cause of those. I'm thankful for all that I have realized about myself thanks to her. If you are noticing that you keep attracting the same type of relationships and you just can't figure out why, it's time to figure it out. Tracy will help you get there. Hey there. Hi there. Hello there. Welcome back to another episode of Freedom from Attachment. I still have not arranged my office too well, so hopefully the mic isn't too bad, but yeah, that is being worked on people. It's being worked on. So anyway, hey, guess what? I have this wonderful episode that is, I think, one of those that you might want to listen to again and again, and that is number, I I think this is podcast 639. I don't even know, but it's freedom from attachment, living fulfilled, happy, and in love. And my dog is in here. If you hear noise in the background, that would be him. And the title is when your world goes to shit, what do you do? What do you do? Right? Yeah. So my world has gone to shit several times in my life in terms of uh, major amounts of loss and whether it's material or human. And it has been, I would say, a ride, right? For all of us. I mean, we're human beings. We're going to experience that. So what am I talking about today? Well, specifically, you ever feel the domino effect and see your life fall apart right before your eyes, right? Like getting broke up with by somebody or, you know, divorce papers served or what have you. And the next day you're fired or an accident happens or your house burned down or, you know, something extreme, of course, right? <laughs> like all the extremes right in a row, like dominoes. And it's sort of bewildering. And maybe you have an out-of-body experience. Like, is this really happening to me? It's super surreal. But those are times that you feel, hmm, life just isn't cooperating. Yep, I have been there too. So what am I really going to talk about today, though? Right? Because that's that's basically the topic. But to get down and dirty with it, what the hell am I talking about? Well, the fact is that most of the time we expect life to cooperate. We really do. Look at your expectations. Your expectations of, let's say, success, happiness, whatever, are pretty dependent on the circumstances, right? Everything lining up, everything working out. And we might even expect if we're good little girls or good little boys that everything is going to be fine as though you have some control over those circumstances. I mean, you do to some degree, if you jump in the water, you know you're gonna get wet, right? So of course you have control of jumping in the water and knowing that you're going to get wet. If you put your salad on your fork, you know you will be eating a bite of salad, maybe. (laughs) I don't know, me, the salad falls off the fork uh, a lot of the time, right? Actually somebody, uh, my husband, but somebody else too would eat it with a spoon. 
So all of this comes from choices that we make all the time over things that we control and things we do not. We make decisions about things we don't control all the time. Your actions, your feelings, your thoughts and words all belong to you. That's in your control. The rest of it, not so much. And I know I have thought I was getting a bite of salad, like I said. And most of us in that scenario, right, we're getting frustrated. Like whatever, let's say you're eating spaghetti and the noodles fall off, okay? And there's an argument about how to eat spaghetti correctly. And I'm not going there. I'm just using that as an example. Or maybe you dove off into the pool and you actually hit the shallow end because you dove too far. I used to do that all the time as a child. Hey, maybe that's what happened. So I'm just kidding. Anyways, you try, her, you, you try hard and the world still goes to shit. What in the heck and what do you do? And that's the thing, right? It's not like you are trying to sabotage, consciously sabotage your life. You're not trying to make your road harder. At least you don't believe that you are. But for some reason, like all these circumstances, what the hell? So why, what does this matter, right? And then of course we'll get into what you do about it, but why does this even matter? Well, it's important if you wanna be happy and not fall to pieces every time things don't go your way, especially in a major way, or, or maybe, you know what, even in an annoying way. You cannot be happy waiting for life to cooperate. If you're waiting for another person to rescue you or give you an invitation or change their behavior or commit or anything else, even if they do it, does not get to the source of what you allow to make you miserable or control you. And that is everything outside of you. You're still not getting to it. Like even if you get your way, you're still going to feel the outside controls the inside. And it's a very thin line we walk in life. You know, basically, life is providing the thorns with the roses. It's not coming to you without the thorns, right? That's not how roses grow. And it is a choice you get to have. But changing that perspective from outer to inner is part of the package. You have to know it matters. And unless you do, you're always going to ride someone else's waves. Yeah, make your own waves, right? Right. So what are some examples? Well, an example would be, when you're waiting for news from someone about a job, a next date, a raise, a new client, a commitment in a relationship or anything else, and it falls through. It heads south to that place where your anxiety roars and you feel panicked and like running away from it all. Oh my God. Oh. See, I wrote that going, oh, I have felt this before. You cannot believe this has just happened. Why did you get aced out? What is wrong with you? And all the other shit running through your head. You were not chosen and you feel the earth opening up and swallowing you whole. Have felt that. Raise your hand if you're like me. Yep. And all that shame that's swallowing you whole. Yep. It's like, oh my God, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Right. Another example would be your whole life crashed. Your house flooded. Your mate was cheating. You get fired. And oh, your mate also decides to leave and take all your money out of the bank account. You go to the store with what you have left and get rear-ended. Does God or the universe hate you? Right. You know, like whatever your belief is, you start going, what the hell? Is there something out here that hates me? Right. <laughs> I have said these things before. So, you know, hey, I'm not the only one. And I know that. So whatever it is you believe the mysterious force that seems to be giving you a shit storm of hell. What did you do to deserve this? You think? Why is everything I have worked hard on and loved just fallen apart? Right. It's a good example, too. I got another one. How about like me? Ha. Ah. My husband has been in the hospital for about four months now, probably more by the time you guys listen to this. And maybe by the time you guys listen to this, he will have gotten a heart transplant. But there have been a lot of traumatic, not a lot, 
a few traumatic experiences while he waits for a heart transplant. And I've had a look at what life might be without him. And I don't dwell there, but there's absolutely nothing that he and I can do about the situation. You talk about like nothing being in your control except to say yes and for him to wait and not wait and just sit there and wait. My husband's still working in the hospital, right? And again, I'll get into more about that, like the choices we make when life circumstances are like, oh, these are out of my control. What the hell am I going to do? So, you know, he focuses on being healthy. He focuses on being happy. He focuses on things he can control. And can he control his health? No, maybe, maybe, maybe mind over matter. Who knows? But for the most part, he's in a hospital. So that says it all, right? And so everything that goes with it, of course, is also if within his focus. And I would say it's pretty much, again, nothing we can control. And it's not a sprint. It's pretty much like a marathon against time. And I could be like, oh my God, what the fuck? And I have for a few minutes here or there, but I don't wait for an answer. I really don't because there is none. And really that doesn't matter. See, it doesn't matter why. Like most people in any of these examples, why me? Why did this happen to me? That is the last question you need to ask because you're not gonna get an answer. And even if you got an answer, you can't go back and redo it, right? Right circumstances change, people move on, all sorts of things happen, okay, that are beyond our control. Life just does life. And actually, I didn't uh, make that phrase, a friend of mine did, because she was talking about her own life and going, you know how life is, it just does life. Yes. And you can still live and not die emotionally in limbo. You can still make choices, even when the worst possible shit is happening. You can still move forward, Maybe not how you thought or you wanted, but you can keep on trucking. So what is the lesson here? Of course, there's a lesson, right? All right. So, and what you can do is to start. Okay. What does that mean? You can start to be aware. Awareness. I always say this first because it is key. I say it every time I'm on this podcast. You may think you have awareness, but there's always something hidden. So ask yourself, what am I hiding from myself right now? A lot of times we're not really aware about what we're hiding from ourselves on a conscious level. But if you start listening to the inner talk or those feelings, the icky feelings you try to avoid, they're usually attached to something you're hiding from yourself. And so you want to look at that and go, what the hell am I hiding? Oh, that not wanting to admit something to ourselves, not wanting to see things in a way that oh, I could actually make a change in my life. And instead of looking at circumstances as changing, maybe I do the changing, that kind of thing. And so what that means is, let's say you're waiting for a commitment. What are you trying to avoid looking at inside of you? What are you feeling that you are trying to avoid? Waiting is what you can look at here and become aware of your why. And remember, your why is always to look at what's my deeper motivation and what also you don't pay attention to inside of you. Okay. Not outside of you, inside of you, especially if you're saying this needs to work out or this has to happen. No, it doesn't. And you can still live and let go of what you think needs to happen for your happiness. And I'll tell you why. A lot of times we're working towards a goal, right? I don't care if it's personally or professionally and things don't really look like they're going in that direction. They look like a pile of shit, you know, like the circumstances that I've just named off here. And a lot of us, we will get sidetracked 
into going down with the ship, right? Our whole focus is on why did this happen? Oh my God, I can't believe it. You know, when we feel like we have to process it, but you really don't because those circumstances, again, are outside of you. And it's not that you want to deny them or distract yourself from them, but you want to just say, okay. And you want to let go of the control you don't have. And that means allowing life to be life because sometimes it looks like shit. And then all of a sudden the curtains open up and everything's wonderful in the blink of an eye. You don't know that maybe things are really working towards your goal. And you're just so caught up in how you think it needs to look or how you think it needs to be. Let's say you're in a fucked up relationship, right? And you're going, oh God, I wish this would just work. You know, I'm a good partner. Well, maybe you're a good partner and maybe things are going to fall apart so you can be a good partner with someone who's going to be a good partner to you. You know, I'm just using examples because we get so caught up in how things look. And I'm not saying that all circumstances work out and, you know, we run around like, woohoo, this is so awesome. Sometimes things don't. But I have seen more often than not where when we don't dwell on the shit factor and we look at, oh, this is working. This is good. Or, you know what? I'm just going to keep doing what I was doing because I feel like that was a good thing for me to be doing and I'm going to keep doing it. Or, oh, you know what? I was doing something and it was really counterproductive. Maybe I need to stop doing it. Okay. So there's all these things that you need stories and things we get caught up in. So when you become aware, like I said, it's the number one, especially around your why and what you might be avoiding in yourself by looking outward at those circumstances. I would write it down, not writing it down so you can journal over and over about it, but write it down as like a bullet point. So you can look at, oh, how have things changed when you start moving forward, when you get aware of, oh, wow, I was doing whatever you were doing. Um, let's say that you're with somebody and you knew they were cheating, but you were hiding that from yourself. Remember talking about the hidden stuff. And so now you're like, okay, they were cheating, but what was my contribution? And most people don't like to go there. We just want to be the victim and blame the other person, but there are two people in a relationship and you made choices to keep being there. Even if the other person was cheating from the beginning, right? And you're like, oh my God, they've been cheating from the beginning, blah, 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 blah. What did you miss? The reason is when you actually say, oh, I am part of this, you change things. You change things in a way that allows you to have some personal power. Because when you realize you made a choice to be somewhere, you have personal power because you could have always made a different choice. It's not to beat yourself up. It's to realize you have the power of choice. So really, awareness is key, okay? And becoming aware of your motives, becoming aware of things that are, as I said, hidden, you know, what questions you can be asking yourself so that you can get clearer on what, you know, you see yourself doing and what you really want. Because as you become aware, you may change what you want in the first place. And so whatever it was that fell apart, you might be like, oh, okay, I didn't really want that anyway. Now, that's not, again, all cases. Like in my case, that's not the case. So for most people, though, it is when it comes to relationships. It is when it comes to jobs. So a lot of times, you know, you get passed over for a job and then something else comes up and you're like, holy crap, this is so much better than the other one. If I would have taken the other one, oh my God, I probably would have quit and blah, 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 blah. So anyways, so the other thing I was going to say to do 
is to basically look at why do I hold tight to something I can't control and also to become aware, how am I trying to control it? Because again, these are points of obviously having awareness, but you know, the whole control aspect, how do I have no faith? Everything's going to be okay. Meaning if shit falls apart or I cannot have what I want, how do I predict I won't be okay? Why am I predicting I won't be okay? These questions are to go deeper. Well, there is my daughter's dog barking in the background. Um, anyways, but to go deeper, you know, to get into the feeling of, well, what is driving me, right? What is it that I am so upset about at this point? And it's not to say that you shouldn't be upset about breakups or anything else. I'm not saying that. I'm not telling you what to do in terms of that. What I'm saying to you is become aware of your own self, you know? why you do what you do, why you want to control certain things, why you want to keep, let's say, a caricature of a relationship together. You know, what are those answers? I did this stuff and I still do this stuff, right? And I'm always going to get to the deeper part where I am not going to hide shit from myself. And that's what you want to look at. So, you know, it's, it's like, if shit falls apart or I cannot have what I want, and I'm always living in a future moment of what that's going to mean. And a lot of times, guys, it's that we have a fear of how we're going to feel if things don't work out. It's just where we go to, right? And so we worry about things. It's not to say, woohoo, again, I have shitty circumstances, but we often predict how we're going to feel and we worry about it. That's what we're doing. And we get attached to things in terms of not wanting to lose them, but knowing your fear of loss over what you can't control is driving the car and the car is not being driven by you. So it's kind of weird, you know, like there's no magic spell. So how do you take care of you by trying to control what you can't? You're not, you're stressing the shit out of yourself. You're putting yourself through things you don't have to when you let go of control, because again, you don't know what the hell or why the hell things happen the way they do. And neither do I uh, in certain instances. And then some you do, but it doesn't matter because it all comes back to your behavior, your relationship to yourself and how you want to feel going forward, because that's what you can control. So and that's why you need to learn to be emotionally present in the moment and process your feelings and not avoid them. When I say process compared to what I said process earlier, a lot of us are processing a story. Don't process a story. Process what you actually feel and why the story just gets you lost. Oh, my God, they did this and blah, 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 blah. You're just lost in the story and you're going to ruminate for a long time if you stay stuck in your stories. Okay. So you just don't want to do that. Instead of focusing on control by holding tight or whatever, or putting all your emotional eggs in the basket of this needs to work out, let the eggs roll where they may. Yes. You still show up, you still take action, but you do not do this without force, without working like a dog to prevent or escalate. Instead, it is to learn your emotions inside and be present. They're not going to kill you, though some of you might feel that way, and you can be here right now, literally be here now. Now, for those of you who don't, or I'm sorry, for those of you who have done some of the work, you know, like you're listening and you're like, God, I've worked on myself for so freaking long, and I cannot believe I'm still being pulled around by my circumstances, like my circumstances are just controlling me. Well, you can do one of two things. One of them is you can learn my method. I have a method that I've not really... I would say talk to anybody at this point and I'm going to be teaching it starting in July. It's going to be six months. Uh, there's even a retreat. You can do it virtually or you can come to my house. Yay. Um, and the point is that 
it is about learning a method of self-help that you're going to feel so different when the shit hits the fan, whether it's in relationships, whether it's professionally, whether it's your life circumstances. So if you have interest, you can always email. We'll be putting information out in the next, well, let's see, this is coming out next week on the 24th, May 24th. And I would say maybe we'll even have some information out by then. If not, you can always email happiness at tracycrossley.com. It's basically something where you're not going to need to do anything else once you learn this. You will not. You will have the control of yourself. You will have the ability to go through life and have confidence and feel good. Now, for other people who are stuck in your story and you are just stuck in it, then you might want to do coaching. And that is something we also offer. We have the mastery program and we have one-on-one -on -one sessions. And frankly, if you are stuck in a story, it's the best place to go. So with that, let me wrap this up. So there's a universal truth, right? You have a right to a universal truth. And that is to let your circumstance, excuse me, circumstances dictate how you feel, who you are, and what you do. Or you can learn to let go, allow, and be present for an amazing existence. Because the more your inner person, you, being, is in the driver's seat, the more able you are to be happy and make choices to support that. So we basically today, what did we wrap, what are we wrapping up here? We basically covered when your whole world goes to shit, what do you do? So I always talk about the inner because I think sometimes when we're listening to things like this, right, we're like, what can I do to change a person? What can I do to change the situation? You know, I see those titles all over the place and it's just so disappointing in terms of getting a cure. When you're looking for what can you do, you know, the other person, what do I do with that narcissist? You're looking for relief. You're not looking for cure. When you're looking for a relief, you don't want to feel how you feel right now. And that doesn't help anything. And I remember like one day I felt like, oh my God, I am never going to be able to put this on anybody else, whatever it was that was going on at the time. I realized people could only offer me relief. They couldn't offer me a cure. I wanted a fucking cure. And that's why I developed this business. It's why I have this podcast. It's why I do everything I do because who the hell wouldn't want a cure to basically living a life that feels fucking great? Yes. <laughs> okay. So, hey, I have two podcasts I can recommend. Number 432, Dealing with Shame After a Breakup. And 463, I'm Tired of Choosing Everyone, everyone Else But Me. How Do I Choose Myself? And that is a big one, folks. So with that, I'm going to let you guys go. I will see you next time. And again, if you have any interest in the programs, I highly recommend that you check them out. And that is, again, you can email info at tracycrossley.com and someone will get back to you. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions about today's show, reach out to Tracy at info at tracycrossley.com. If you're listening on iTunes, please leave a five-star rating so it can be heard by more people. And to find out more about her programs, workshops, coaching, and her new book entitled Overcoming Insecure Attachment, visit tracycrossley.com.